Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination of James, a letter that was written <clears throat> to the dispersed uh, Jewish people who are now believers. And we're in the fourth chapter, and we saw in the last episode that James was firing off some questions to him. So let me just go through these first four verses that we've already covered. Then we're going to look at the fifth verse, maybe a little more today. And he says this in verse 1. What is the source of quarrels and conflicts among you? It's not the source, your pleasures that wage war in your members. You lust and do not have. So you commit murder. You are envious and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. Verse 3, you ask and do not receive because you ask with wrong motives so that you may spend it on your pleasures. Verse 4, you adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is hostility toward God? Therefore, Whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Verse 5. Or do you think that the scripture speaks to no purpose? So you see that verse 5 here is connected to the context of verse 4 directly. I mean, he's saying, or do you not know this? So he's challenging them. He's saying, hey, you know, look at this. What is the source of your, your quarrels? What is the source of your conflicts? It's because you're waging war within your members. Sometimes the war is within the member of someone just personally, that war that we wage within ourselves between putting death to the flesh on a daily basis and allowing the spirit to reign. Sometimes it's war in the members of the body. Okay, And he says the reason is that you're lusting after things. He says it shouldn't be this way. He says you don't have because you don't ask. And when you do ask, you're asking with the wrong motives. And he literally calls them adulteresses. Well, what, what is an adulterer? That's someone who's going after something that's not theirs, right? <coughs> who's participating in something they shouldn't be participating in. And the picture right here is that you are playing uh, the harlot with the world. Okay, And he says, if anyone wishes to be a friend of the world, if you're pursuing the things of the world, if you're distracted by the things of the world, then you make yourself an enemy of God. Now, listen to verse 5 in its totality. Here's verse 5. Or, do you think that the scripture speaks to no purpose? And then he quotes here. It's in quotation. He jealously desires the spirit which he has made to dwell in us. Then the end of the quote. And so what he's doing, he says, do you not think that the scripture speaks to no purpose? And then he quotes this thing. Now, what's interesting about this <coughs> is <coughs> there is no Old Testament scripture that actually has those exact words. Well, that's interesting. So what's going on here? <coughs> well, as you can imagine, man has suggested all sorts of <laughs> quote unquote solutions to this. Um, he may have been quoting what's called an apocryphal work, okay? And uh, there's several of those, and those things are, 
are useful, those writings are useful, particularly for understanding the second century, I mean, uh, the second temple Judaism, what was on the mind of the Jews during the time when Jesus was here on earth. They give us insight, they give us understanding, but they're not considered to be canonical. Uh, the problem with that understanding is that James calls it scripture. Okay, he calls it scripture, right? Listen to what he says. Or do you think that the scripture speaks to no purpose? So if you believe there's some apocryphal work, then you're saying, okay, there's other portions of the scripture that we don't have that we should have that are canonical and they're missing. We got a problem. Well, I, I think that's a little bit of a problem itself. Another line of thought is that this is a quote uh, from Jesus himself. Okay. And so, and James is just sort of saying, well, if Jesus said it, that it belongs in scripture. Well, that's got a bit of a problem too, because when it says, do you not think that scripture speaks? The idea, particularly from the New Covenant, New Testament perspective, is that this is what was written down in the canon of the scripture that the Jews had. Um, so there's a bit of a problem with that. Could be uh, another line of thought is that James is quoting some other New Testament passage. In other words, some other writing, particularly of Paul's writings, that James had seen and that by this time was considered to be uh, from the Lord, considered to be scripture, and that he may be quoting that. Well, that may be true, too. Okay, that could be true. That could be some understanding to it. Another thing is that James wasn't necessarily talking about a particular single passage out of the Old Testament, but he's summarizing the thought. He's summarizing the idea. And I'm more inclined to think along this line. As a matter of fact, if you go to this passage, you just get the Blue Letter Bible. You know, you can look at that online and you look at James 4 or 5. You can just check the cross-references. When you click the button, it'll pop up several cross-references. Let me see if I've still got that open. <laughs> it'll pop up several uh, cross-references. Oh, yeah, related to uh, the Scripture. It'll pop up several cross-references related to the Spirit. I mean, there could be dozens, if not hundreds there. And even the word envy. And you'll see certain things. You'll see how uh, what God said about the Scripture in the Old and the New Covenant. You'll see what he said about the Spirit. And so it's not so much an exact quote. Okay, It's not an exact quote that's being offered right here from the Old Testament, but it's like a summarization of the teaching of what the Scripture says. And I'm sort of inclined to that. Uh, there's also a school of thought that this isn't a quote per se, and this is just sort of a standalone sentence right here telling us that God jealously desires the spirit which he's made for us to dwell in us. And uh, I think there's some truth with that. But again, I'm more inclined to think that it's sort of a synopsis of the teaching of the Old Testament. So what is that teaching? Let's not lose sight of the forest here, okay? Let me read it again. Or do you think that the scripture speaks to no purpose? And here's what the scripture is speaking. He jealously desires the spirit which he has made to dwell in us. Well, that's interesting. He, who's he? Uh, God, Father, Son, but he's Father, Son, and Spirit. And the idea right here seems to be, and we'll see this more as we go through the, the balance of this chapter right here, is that the Lord is desiring for us to move in the power of the Spirit, to let the Spirit be released within us, that the Lord jealously desires the spirit. You know, we think of jealous, it's also translated envy, okay? Let me see, the King James is a little, listen to this. Do you think that the scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? Well, that gives a little more insight into it, in a little a different kind of way. 
So is the spirit that dwells within us, the Holy Spirit, lusting to envy in the way of the context that we've seen before? You know, where they're lusting and it's adulterers and they're motivated by a wrong motives and they're envious and they're quarreling and all this. <clears throat> or is it something else? Let's see what the ESV says. Or do you suppose that it's no purpose that the scripture says he yearns jealousy over the spirit that he's made to dwell in us? <coughs> I seem to think that the idea is this. Okay. That James is saying that the Lord desires for us to move within the spirit that he's placed within us, which is him. The Holy Spirit in us is Father, Son, and Spirit, the totality, okay, the fullness of the Godhead within us. Why in the world would we want to move in the spirit of the soul or the spirit of the flesh that would lust and envy after things of the world when he himself has empowered us to move in his spirit and his power? And that is his desire for us. That is what he jealously desires. And, you know, in the context of God, jealous, that's not an evil thing. Okay? That is what he is wanting. He's wanting us to move within that power. He wants us to move within the spirit and to live within the spirit that he's made to dwell within us. Not in the way that these folks right here, and sadly, the way we move, and <clears throat> seeking to be friends of the world. When you do that... It makes yourself an enemy of God. If you seek to move within the soulish or the fleshly realm and that type of spirit, then you're quenching the spirit of the Most High God in us. Interesting verse right there, James 4, 5. Again, thank you for your time. I'm Dale. Uh, as always, pass the words about these times right here. Encourage folks to join us. And also check out the website. You'll see a daily blog there, daily podcast, weekly uh, Bible studies. And you'll see a place right there, a Patreon link, where you can help support these times if God leads you in that way. I'll talk to you later.